Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, I'm ready, man. How about you? Oh, yeah. Excellent. The second part of one Mr. Nikola Tesla. Yeah, man. It's a pretty crazy story. Yeah, dude's got a lot going on. Yeah. I think, I don't think we're going to dilly-dally too much here, but uh, what are you drinking? I picked up something new on my way home. It's... uh. By Miss Pillion Brewing, Miss Pillion River Brewing, my apologies. It's called Pineapple Express. Oh, hey, hey. that and sounds all right. It's a 7.5 IPA brewed with pineapple. You want me to read the shit? You can if you want. Aboard the Pineapple Express, destination is of no concern. There's no first class or upgrades. Just climb aboard and enjoy the feel of the earth moving beneath you. This milkshake-style IPA revels in pineapple. At 7.5% ABV, the only thing that matters on this trip is the journey. And it's made in Milford, Delaware. Holy crap. Man, you just read off, like, a few of my favorite things. Milkshake, pineapple, IPA. You got it all in there. I don't taste milkshake, but it does. I'm not <laughs> <All a> right. <laughs> big. I've said before, I'm not a big citrus guy. Pineapple, that's citrus. But this is good. It's not too, like, crazy in in anything. No, it's not. Nothing is overpowering in this beer. Seven and a half is kind of, that's that's topping the alcohol chart before you can start tasting it. No, I just took another sip. I don't taste it. The pineapple is there, but not not too much to where it's like, this is too fucking fruity. All right. All right. I dig it. Yeah. What do you got, man? I have just a plain old... Genesee. A Genesee? When was the last time we had one of those, dude? J- just a plain one? Ooh, it's been a while. Just, you know, 15 bucks for a 30-pack? 4.5%? Just a plain old beer. Oh, not a cream ale? Nope. Oh. Because when, when I went to the distributor to get some, they didn't have any cream ale. They said somebody just came and got the last one. Maybe ah. it was your wife. My wife? Yeah, maybe your wife did it. Well, I haven't, I haven't seen that 30-pack then. I don't know who she gave it to. Well, hey, you guys might have to have a conversation after this. <laughs> Do you think if Michael Jackson drank beer, he would drink Genesee hee-hee? <laughs> I don't That's know. That's ridiculous. I didn't know people even liked Genesee other than you. Yeah, man. Is it popular? It's, yeah. A lot of people drink it around here. That's why I can't get any cream ale because I know... I know one other guy, and he's been inviting me over to his place. He's like, come on over to the fire. We'll drink a bunch of cream ales. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That's what he did. He was the one who bought the last pack. I'm pretty sure it was him. And now he's like, he's going to bribe you, say, I got the last one. What the fuck are you drinking now, dude, huh? (laughs) Now you have to come over. Yep. He fucking got you. But anyway, we don't want to dilly-dally too much because you got some No Man's Sky to play. Yeah. And it's already Wednesday night as of this recording. Yeah, man. And you work tomorrow. Ugh. Yeah, we were going to record last night and more car problems, but simple fix and we're good to go. Yes, sir. Um, I guess one quick thing up front. I don't know if you were paying attention to Twitter messages or anything, but a podcast about something. That's the name of the podcast. They are doing... Uh, they asked three people to do like a 
like present awards for just random things and they don't they're doing like horror movie awards or something for October. Uh-huh. And I said, "Sure, I'll do it." And the category that I got was a near miss. And I picked uh Night of the Living Dead, the 1990 remake where the part where uh Ben, who's played by Tony Todd, is putting up a door in front of the big large windows in these farmhouses because that's what you do. You have a bunch of spare doors so that you can put up doors in front of windows. Always. Just in case. Yeah. (laughs) And then Mr. Magruder smashes through the window, and there's Judy Rose flipping out in the corner because it's Mr. Magruder. Ben throws her out of the way, and the Barb's over there with a shotgun. She's trying to get Magruder, and that wasn't happening. She couldn't get a clear shot, so they drop the door, drop Magruder on the floor with the door. Barb shoots the back of his head out, and Judy Rose is flipping out. You can't kill him, blah, 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 blah. So that was the near miss that I picked. My God, I had no idea who any of those people were. <laughs> I had to figure it out, but I found that clip on YouTube, so I guess in the next couple of weeks, I don't know when that episode's coming out for a podcast about something, but I'll be on there for a quick clip for that. Oh, you recorded it? Yeah. Nice. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, do you remember Mr. Van Hart in, in middle school? Uh, no, you went to Elkton or something, didn't you? Yeah. Hey, man, don't give it away, man. Now they're going to track me down. <laughs> you know how many Elktons are there There are out there? There's a well, bunch. They, they know where I live. <laughs> they know what state I live. Anyway, I know my sister had him in school, but Mr. Magruder in Night of the Living Dead looks like Mr. Van Hart without a mustache. And when I first saw that movie a quarter century ago, <laughs> that's how long it's been, mm. uh, Jeremy and I watched it, and that's the first thing we picked up. Dude looks like Mr. Van Hart without a mustache, and he got shot in the back of the head as a zombie. So Mr. Van Hart had a mustache. Yes. And this guy, McGruber or whatever the fuck, did not. <laughs> right. What do you say, McGruber? Mick Gruder. Mick Gruder. Okay. Yep. McGruber was a pretty funny movie. I didn't actually watch that movie. I I wanted to, and it's like a spoof of MacGyver, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'd call it funny. It was... It was a... It was a spoof. Yeah, it was like um, the, the scary movie. Were they called scary movies? Scary movie, yeah. With, was this, the scream face? What's that? Yeah. All those? Yeah, that was scary okay. movie. There was like five of them. It's... Uh, you know, they're funny when you're 14 years old, 15 years old, whatever, when they yeah. come out. But That was a demographic. 14, 15-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> For those rated R movies. Yeah, exactly. All right. We better get into this. Yeah. Um, where do we leave off? I, I, think, I think we mentioned the electric chair and how Edison was trying to tell people how awful and horrible alternating current was you know if we were good at podcasting we would have listened to the end of the episode and we would have known but (laughs) we had all this time and neither one of us are sure where we left off no uh did we oh now you're gonna ask me yeah i'll cut it out (laughs) i'm not gonna cut it out i just leave it all in every time i say i'll cut it out i just leave it in on purpose just because i think it's kind of funny like oh crap he didn't cut it out. A dummy. Yeah, what an idiot. I mean, they already know I'm an idiot just by the way I'm talking, but... <laughs> Did we talk about the the hydroelectric plant or whatever? The one in Niagara Falls? Yeah, did we talk about that? I don't think we got too much into it. I think I may have mentioned it and said Tesla thought he could power Buffalo with it. Maybe. Well, here in my notes I got... Well, this is an invention, but that's going to be... Here in my huh? No, I was just like somehow the the rhythm for the song "Cars" was in my head. Here in my car, sitting in my car, <laughs> in cars. <laughs> Here in my notes, who is sitting that? in my? I think the band was Cars. They sang Cars. Cars sang a song called Cars. I think so. But if you want a heavy metal version of it. Check out the cover of Cars from Fear Factory. Oh. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Record. That's more hairband, I guess. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're coming into a, 
big old long riff. You'll be <laughs> singing that high note. <laughs> like Steel Panther. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, dude, you got to check out the the video is cool. They Those guys do a, a really good job on the cover, but the video is absolutely hilarious. The band is Ninja Sex Party. Oh, boy. And they cover... It's it's hilarious. They're awesome. And they cover Toto. Or they cover Africa by Toto. The video is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool, man. I like that song. I like that uh, song, Africa. No. Wait, is it the song, Africa? You... Yeah, I screwed it up, too. It's Africa by Toto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they okay. didn't cover Toto by Africa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got confused. I like that song. Uh, I was on YouTube today. I don't know what I was doing, just fucking around, trying to kill a little time at work. And I stumbled across a collab video, and it had, I don't even know who they all were, but it had the guitarist from Steel Panther, and they were covering, did Van Halen do Eruption? Uh, I think so. I think so. Well, they were covering some song by Van Halen. It was really cool, and you could see the dude from Steel Panther. I'm not a big fan of that band, but... It's weird that there's still people who dress and look like that. Hey, man. People dig it. Look, that's fine. It's just I never got into the hair bands, you know? Nope. I, I think you you were just coming out of that generation. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it was super cool, man. Molly Crew. Was Molly Crew a hair band, though? They were for a bit, but I think they edged right into metal. And then uh, Poison... What's that Bon one? Jovi. Lizzie. Thin Lizzie. Thin Lizzie. That was a hair band, right? Yep. They actually inspired Metallica. You can believe that. No, I can't. The boys are back in town! <laughs> the only reason I know about them is from Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> so, how about those tangents that we said we... <laughs> Tan- we don't do tangents, man, because if it wasn't for Tesla... I wouldn't be able to play Guitar Hero 3, and there would be no heavy metal rock because there would be no electricity for the electric guitars or the mics. Nice. How about Way that? to bring it back. Dude, that's what we do, man. <laughs> this Tesla fella, I guess we talked about... Did we talk about his Tesla coil? I guess we did, right? No? Do you want to get into it yet? Do you want to get into his inventions yet? or? Well, I was going to talk about... He didn't invent the electric chair, but... Some shit went down. Well, he he led to it. He led to the electric chair. You're right. Yeah. Because Edison is like, alternator current's going to kill everybody. Look what I can do with it. I, I just killed an elephant. Yeah, I mean, anything can kill you with if you, you just jack up whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you can eat too many bananas. You can have too much potassium. You know, yeah. that can kill you. Anything can yep. kill you. When you're not in moderation. Right. And um, the first guy to get the electric chair, moderation was a little bit low for the first pull. Oh, they went too low, huh? <laughs> I'd be pissed. I'd be like, look, you, look, that's strike three, dude. You tried. I'm still alive. You just tried to kill, kill me. Yeah, you got to let me go at this point. Like, you tried. <laughs> that hurt like a bitch. You shorten out. Hey, can you just chop off my head like the old days? That would be much more fucking humane than electrocuting me to death. <laughs> they tried to stop it. That was in New York, and, and New York's like, well, the powers that be in New York said, oh, yeah, th- we're going to go through with this. But the people were like, uh, have you read the Eighth Amendment? That says, don't do that. That's cruel and unusual. Yeah, it is. But the powers that be were like, um, you know, we're just going to make a new law saying that death by execution can happen. Didn't we talk about this before the last electric chair execution was like in the 90s or the 70s? Probably. It was it was very recent. And yeah, and and the grand scheme of things, it was pretty freaking recent. Yeah, I mean, this all came about in what? The 19th century, right? At the very end of it, I think. Uh, Uh, Well, let me just tell you a little about 
O. William Kimmler. Yeah, please. It was the the first guy to be executed by electric chair. Lucky guy. Oh, was he? Well, the reason he went into the electric chair is because of, get ready for it, hashtag true crime. Uh-oh. First degree murder. He was mad at his girlfriend, or I guess they called her the common law wife, Tilly Ziegler. Uh, what happened was he, uh, the hell were they doing? The New York Times provided a summary of what had occurred as follows. William Kimmler was a vegetable peddler in the slums of Buffalo, New York. An alcoholic, on March 29, 1888, he was recovering from a drinking binge the night before when he became enraged with his girlfriend, elsewhere referred to as his common-law wife, Tilly Ziegler. He accused her of stealing from him and preparing to run away with a friend of his. When the argument reached a peak, Kimmler calmly went to the barn, grabbed a hatchet, and returned to the house. He struck Tilly, repeatedly killing her. He then went to a neighbor's house and announced he had just murdered his girlfriend. Holy fuck. I don't know. I've had some hangovers, dude, but I, I just want to I just want to lay in bed. Leave me the hell alone. Exactly. I was about to say the same thing. That's something you do during your drinking binge, not after. After is when you're like, fuck, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I said, but I'm sorry about it. But during, <laughs> right. that's when you're like, <laughs> you know. That you know, Possibly. that's something that I mean, not that I would do it, but that sounds like something you would do during your fucking yeah bender or whatever you call them. Right. I don't look when I get too drunk. I'm just a, a just a bouncing around kind of mess. I can't stand up straight. I'm not, I don't want to fight with anybody. Yeah, I ended up stabbing myself twenty seven times or whatever it was. <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm, like, I'm falling over. Does that hurt? I'm like, oh shit! It's me. That's me. <laughs> People talk about beer muscles. No, I get all sloppy and I'm I'm a mess. Don't count on me for nothing. You have uh, beer uh, muscle atrophy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Work. They start failing you. <laughs> Your legs are you're wobbly. You're like, what's wrong with my muscles? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, I mm, none of that. I can't do any of that. Hangover, leave me alone. Total drunkenness. I, I guess leave me alone, too. Yeah, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, he killed her. That was March 29th, 1888. Uh, When? He was March 29th, 1888. 1888. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, the first and last electric execution was in 1988. (laughs) No. Um, That's what I thought you said at first. I'm like, that's not right, (laughs) because... He was convicted of first-degree murder on May 10th. Three days later, he was sentenced to death. But it took them, that was May 10th, 1888. Um, It took them... Three days later, he was sentenced to death? Like, that's a short murder trial. Well, I guess there wasn't a whole lot going on in 1888, was there? Well, I guess if he admitted it, he might have went to court and be like, I fucking did it, here's the proof, and... But, like, a murder trial now does not take you three days. It takes longer than three days, I believe. Yeah, if if it's three years, that's fast. Yeah. You get arrested for murder three days later, you're going to the fucking chair? Well, no, he was... convicted. He was convicted on May 10th, and then three days later, they're like, yeah, we're going to kill him. Yeah. Uh, he was destined to be the first person executed in an electric chair under New York's new execution law replacing hanging... With electrocution. Or was it the hanging that happened fairly recently? Was it Delaware the last state to do a hanging? You know, you might be right. It, it was back in, what was that, our Weird Laws episode? Possibly. It might have. It, it might be Delaware that did the last hanging, and that might have been in the 70s. Still, dude. That was what, 50 years ago? I don't, yeah, I, I don't, don't quote any of this, people. No. But still. Go back and listen to the episode, because that's straight facts. Now it's all speculation and probabilities. (laughs) Allegedly facts. (laughs) But um, a lawyer filed an appeal claiming the electric chair violated the Eighth Amendment's prohibition of cruel and unusual punishment. I don't know. I think hanging might be a little bit more cruel. 
but they they were playing with electricity and they didn't quite know how to kill somebody the right way yet. Why wouldn't they overshoot it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. But like, give them a million volts. <laughs> they knew what it took to to kill an elephant. Were they afraid he was going to pop? Like, don't give him too much because he might explode. And then, you know, oh yeah, we I don't we want can't have Kimmler and, all over us. I don't want blood and guts all over my nice suit here. <laughs> you know, I might get it on my monocle. <laughs> they really fucked it up. It took them until two and a half more years to finally do it because he was sentenced. He was. Three days later, he was sentenced to death. May 10th, 1888, he was sentenced to death. He knew it was going to happen, and it didn't happen until August 6th, 1890. Holy shit. Because they were still playing with all this war currents, and Edison wanted to be there, and George Westinghouse wanted to be there. Edison, D.C., Westinghouse, A.C., you know, those powers that be wanted to be part of what was going on. And there was a whole litigation and laws and all that for through New York, and they were trying to stop it. But New York was just like, we're just we're just going to make a new law so that, we, that we can do this. Eighth Amendment be damned. They just like plugged a thing into the wall, and they're like, here, grab these wires. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was some dentist who actually came up with the idea of the electric chair. Yeah, <laughs> I did read that. That's crazy. Alfred Southwick? Uh, I don't it took recall. him nine years to develop it, and, uh, you know, everybody was like, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. See, that's why you don't trust a dentist. Because <laughs> you're you're liable to get electrocuted while you're getting a root canal? <laughs> Look, a dentist invented that shit, <laughs> and now you go in and they torture you with little tiny drills and picks and shit. I don't know. They're, they're torture artists from the get-go, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> mm. August 6th, 1890. Kemmler was awakened at 5 a.m. He dressed quickly and put on a suit, necktie, and white shirt. After breakfast and some prayer, the top of his head was shaved. At 6.38 a.m., Kemmler entered the execution room, and Warden Charles Durston presented Kemmler to the 17 witnesses in attendance. Kemmler looked at the chair and said, Gentlemen, I wish you all good luck. I believe I am going to a good place, and I am ready to go. That's confidence. Yeah, he was he was ready to go. He's like, you know what? This is going to happen. But like you said, he should have got up after the first zap and been like, ha fooled you, didn't I? I am the Messiah. I came back to life. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh. <laughs> you know, back then this they might have believed him. He should have tried that shit. Just ran over and touched Edison with all the electricity running through his body. How's that for AC, bitch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Westinghouse like, hey. <laughs> it didn't work see he's not gonna kill anybody <laughs> witnesses remarked that Kimmler was composed at his execution he did not scream cry or resist in any way he sat down on the chair but was ordered to get up by the warden so a hole could be cut in his suit through which a second electrical lead could be attached that sounds like a kink <laughs> cut a hole see? where my nipples go put these <laughs> clamps on it <laughs> touch the car battery just do it. Oh. Nope. No. No. <laughs> None of that's for me. <laughs> Have you ever tried it? No. Well, you don't know then. No. I don't want any pain during that process. Maybe it's not pain. Maybe it's pleasure, baby. How do you think David Carradine died? I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, Kung Fu. Legend continues. I don't know. He was Kung... He was in Kung Fu. He was the main guy in Kung Fu. He's like a monk, an American monk guy who learned Kung Fu, and he went back to the States to beat up bad guys. Jackie Chan? <laughs> He's not American. Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh, that was Shanghai Noon. Oh, shit, my bad. David Carradine. He, uh, well, he didn't use electricity, but he was, what was the term? Autoerotic asphyxiation. Can you guess? Can you break that down? I thought that was when you choke yourself while you're yes, doing your thing. Oh, okay. Yes, and he uh, got a little too choke happy. Well, see, okay, so <laughs> I'm not into this, but <laughs> there's a way to do it safely. Okay, and <laughs> so, way- so you've researched this. No, 
Who knew this was going to come up? The choking is not supposed <laughs> to cut off the airflow. It's supposed to cut off the blood flow to the brain. So instead of pushing on the throat and shit, you're supposed to squeeze the sides of the neck where you have a major artery running up, and then that makes you lightheaded. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice got weird. I was demonstrating. We're on video here. So you squeeze the sides mainly, and that slows the blood flow, and that whatever that does to those people, that's the sensation. But people who die from it, they cut off their airflow, and it fucks up. You know, that's... Wow. My fucking Xbox just turned on. Fuck you, Bill Gates. <laughs> Hang on. This bastard. It's like, I miss you. You're over there talking about autoerotic asphyxiation. I miss <laughs> you. And then Bill, what, Bill Gates misses me? He misses uh, me choking him out? I'll choke that bitch out. It's uh, Melinda. <laughs> she misses you. She will for real choke me out. Her hands are way bigger than Bill's. <laughs> Goodness. I, uh, yeah, this was not. In any of my research, I'd never even remotely thought that this would come up. This was supposed to be an episode about Tesla. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Tesla. Sort of. They're good cars. Are they? Have you drive one? No. I mean, I've seen them. I what? I'm a car guy. I watch a lot of videos. They look pretty cool. No, I have a weird conspiracy for the second part, having to do something with the cars. I got a weird one as well, having to do with the founder. Do you? Is it the same one? No. Okay. All right. All right. Second half is looking pretty good. Let's get through the first half. All right. Poked a hole in his suit to attach another electrical lead. This was done, and Kimmler sat down again. He was strapped to the chair. His face was covered, and the metal restraint put on his bare head. He said, take it easy. Do it properly. I'm in no hurry. Durston replied, Goodbye, William, and ordered the switch thrown. Mm. William Kimmler got 1,000 volts sent through his body. Sounds like that would be enough, right? I would think. Like, you don't want to touch a 220. That's for sure. You're wiring up your stove. Don't, you better make sure that fucking breaker's off. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's going to kick you back a bit. I don't, it's not going to kill you unless you're sustaining on it, unless you're staying on it. Have you ever been electrocuted? I've got zapped by 110, not 220. 110. 110's plenty. I'm good. I've been, like, it makes you tense up. Oh, yeah. So if you touch, you got a hand on the 220, you got another hand on the 220, I could see it tensing you up so much, it's hard to let go, and then, boom, you're done. Yeah. It'll blow something up. Well, so 220, you're talking about 220. How about four and a half times that? You think that'd be enough to go ahead and shut your heart down, right? I would think so, yeah. The chair had already been thoroughly tested. A horse had been electrocuted the day before. Okay? Sounds good, right? How'd they get the horse to sit in a chair? (laughs) That was my question when I read that. (laughs) Current was passed through Kimmler for 17 seconds. The power was turned off and Kimmler was declared dead by Edward Charles Spitzka. You can't trust... How are you going to trust that guy? Spitzka. You can't trust a Spitzka. (laughs) Witnesses noticed Kimmler was still breathing. The attending physicians, Spitzka and Carlos Frederick McDonald, came forward to examine Kimmler. After confirming Kimmler was still alive, Spitzka reportedly called out, Have the current turned on again! Quick! No delay! In the second attempt, Kimmler was shocked with 2,000 volts. Blood vessels under the skin ruptured and bled, and some witnesses erroneously claimed his body caught fire. Jeez. Yeah, so it was a little messed up. The New York Times reported instead that an awful odor began to permeate the death chamber, and then, as though to cap the climax of this fearful sight, it was seen that the hair under and around the electrode on the head and the flesh under and around the electrode at the base of his spine was singeing. The stench was unbearable. Upon autopsy, doctors had found the blood vessels under the cap of the skull had carbonized and the top of the brain had actually hardened. Witnesses reported the smell of burning flesh and several nauseated spectators tried to leave the room. It took them eight minutes to actually kill him with electricity. That, I mean, that's brutal. 
Yes. Like, have you ever, you, like, you just get a shock. Like, you know, uh, the old, uh, the pack of gum trick where you get the stick of gum sticking out. They're like, here, you want a piece of gum? You yeah. grab it. It zip, zaps you. That's enough. Yeah. Can you imagine eight minutes of a hundred bazillion times that little fucking fake pack of gum? Yeah. Cause what's that? A, a AAA battery, which is what? A volt? Yeah. I don't know if it's AAA or what it is, but yeah, it kind of hurts. Yeah. It, it'll sting you pretty good. Like it'll shoot all the way up to your elbow. Yeah. You know it. Because, like you said, it's sending an electrical shock through your body, so it's sending the electrical signals through all your muscles, and all of your muscles are tensing up at the same time. You can't even sit there and do that yourself. I would almost prefer a hanging. Later on, George Westinghouse said uh, they would have done better using an axe. They would have just been like, eye for an eye? All right, well, hatchet him to death like he did his girlfriend. That's what I said earlier. I said, chop my fucking head off. Right. Way quicker, way more humane. Yeah, exactly. But that's the electric chair. And uh, I, n- I don't think anybody walked away from it being like, yep, we won that argument. Yeah. <laughs> what a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do it again? <laughs> well, they did it plenty of times after that. Uh, we're not going to talk about any of that stuff. I don't, there was tons and tons of electrocutions, but they um, they figured out the right volts, and then eventually they did away with electrical execution, and it's pretty much, if you're sent to death now, it's lethal injection. Yeah, I think that is, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna, gonna get into it. I think that might be more humane in some some ways, but what if your body doesn't react the way, because all of our bodies aren't the same, you know what I mean? Right, because there are some people that anesthesia does not work. Yeah. Or wait, it's a, it's one or the other. Whatever one, it'll knock you out so far. It's a, it'll paralyze you, but it won't dull the pain for some people. Oh yeah. So horrible would that be if you're getting any kind of surgery, a knee surgery, you're totally unconscious. Well, you're not totally unconscious. You are conscious. You're like in this weird twilight state, but you can feel all the pain. Yeah. Horrifying, dude. That's why I'm never gonna have a surgery. Oh, no. If I have to, if I gotta get my knee replaced, nope, <laughs> just gonna die. I'm just, just gonna just jump out in front of a train. <laughs> well, hold on now. All you have to do is just lay the one leg on that you need to get rid of. Excellent point. But then what happens? Don't they gotta stitch me up, right? Well, yeah. Well, just get a bonfire going. Oh, there we go. I could cauterize it. Like, honey, plug in the iron. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. I'm like. Well, you're already in ridiculous pain when your leg gets cut off, and then now you're just going to singe it real quick and cut off all the blood vessels. It's fine. Or you're going to pass out from the pain, and then they can do the surgery right there. I would probably pass out. I have a very hard time with blood. (laughs) Well, you definitely wouldn't make it in the electrocution chamber then. Things start popping and sizzling and... They're jumping around. (laughs) You know, jumping around. Like, oh. No, no. I would not want to be in there. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. If I was the executioner, I'd be like, I'm one and done, dude. That's, I saw that. I don't want to do that again to another human being. No. Uh, can we find a better way to do this? I agree he's a piece of shit. Maybe he should die. But uh, I don't want to watch that happen again. No. Like, his toenails blew the fuck off. and no, uh, that's, that's a touch bit traumatizing to anybody. Fuck. Well, now that you know that, we'll move on a little bit. Mm, good. What do you got? Do you have anything after that? That was uh, 1890. It was 1890? Yeah, that was 1890. And it was still it was still the War of the Currents. And I don't know. Do you, do you have anything in those two years that you want to talk about? Or do you want to go to when Tesla has a l- bit of a breakdown because of his mom? Yeah, let's just move on to when he breaks down, because we're already kind of far into this. Yeah, we'll do that, and then we'll go on the break. Tesla was invited to England to put on a a demonstration of, you know, the various things that he's working on, and beginning of 1892. He was over there with uh, T.C. Martin, Joss Wetzler, George Sheep, and while he was demonstrating all the electrical capabilities that he'd learned— 
he was introduced to William Crooks, Sir William Crooks. And this is the guy that introduced Tesla to the idea of uh, more spiritual stuff, kind of getting in, uh, the other word I'm looking for, not just spiritual. Uh, ethereal? No. I guess something, something along those lines. Like, uh, you know, not Christianity, but... Well, spiritual could be not Christianity. It could be just somebody who believes in chakras. They're spiritual. Okay. So Crooks was talking to Tesla about that kind of stuff. And then while he was still in Europe, he got news of his mother, who they said that she was on pretty much on her deathbed. It's like the Forrest Gump scene where he walks in. Mama, you know she, Sally Fields is laying there in the bed. Oh, Forrest! <laughs> um, damn it! Now I can't not picture that. You're welcome. Will you come up with it, sucker? I know, old skinny Tesla walking into his, you know, looking like Forrest Gump walking into his mom laying in bed, all covered up. I'll shock, shock you back to life, Mama. Old Edison don't know nothing. Let me send a note to the doctor with this pigeon. Uh, Crooks was also talking Tesla, you know, hey man, you're you're working really hard. Why don't you uh, just settle down a little bit? And Tesla's like, no, 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 no. I can't stop working on what I want to work on. I'm, I'm going to keep working and I, there's nothing anybody can tell me. So that was that was part of the problem with Tesla that is that he was a workaholic. What if he was working on a way... I haven't seen this. I haven't seen anything about this. What if he was working on a way to stop his mom from dying or reverse her aging or whatever? Ooh, that's interesting. And that's why he was like, no, I can't stop. No, I'm going to keep working. I know he's a workaholic, but maybe more so at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe he has some knowledge that we didn't know about. Maybe he could, maybe he was working on a time machine. Ooh, trying to find this spot in this book. Uh, The book is... Wizard, The Life and Times of Nikola Tesla. It's by J.K. Rowling. <laughs> it is It is not by J.K. Well. Rowling. <laughs> Otherwise... Oh, that's Harry Potter. There would have been some abridged editions, and there would have been addendums, and all of a sudden Nikola Tesla would have been gay, and that's why he didn't end up with a wife. What? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but we don't... Why do we need to go back and say, oh, yeah, he, he was probably gay? Who was gay? Harry Potter? Everybody, apparently, and... At Hogwarts, D- wow. Dumbledore, for one. Uh, all the boys went there because it was called Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, God. Where's his hog at? <laughs> Good Lord. And the girls went there for the same reason. The girls weren't gay. The boys were. Everybody went there for the hog. <laughs> Why did it come to this? Uh, you said come. <laughs> oh, boy. Ay, ay, ay. So it was in, damn it all. It's in here someplace, I swear. I believe you. He got word that his mother was dying. So he took off to, went back to, uh, you know, uh, Croatia. In Croatia, I heard they just put vodka in the IV bags. Hmm. See, maybe that's what got her spirit to go on and see Tesla. Ooh. See Tesla? Yep. I think that's. What are you telling me? He got into the spiritualism stuff, and he's like, you know what? If I leave my mother's bedside, she is going to let me know somehow that she has died. If I, as I lay helpless there, I thought that if my mother died while I was away from her bedside, she would surely give me a sign. And he said he was influenced by his friend, Sir William Crooks, when spiritualism was discussed. During the whole night, every fiber in my brain was strained in expectancy, but nothing happened until early in the morning. Awakening in a swoon, I saw a cloud carrying angelic figures of marvelous beauty, one of whom gazed upon me lovingly and gradually assumed the features of my mother. The appearance slowly floated across the room and vanished, and I was awakened by an indescribably sweet song of many voices. In that instant, or certitude, I knew that my mother had just died, and that was true. So he believed he had Whoa. some sort of clairvoyant vision of his mother in the moment of her death. He believed that in that moment. And then as he went, as things continued, after many months of you know trying to think about what happened, he discovered that there was some sort of 
some kind of painting that kind of settled into his mind somehow, and it was of some sort of cloudy beings. But since he had his mother on his mind, he saw his mother in these in his clouded dream. And later on, he realized that the angelic voices that he heard singing were actually the local church. Uh, their choir was getting up real early, singing early in the morning hours. Well, you got to call the cops. That's a noise complaint right there. <laughs> you got to call the Croatian policia. Uh, <laughs> there's no 911 in 1892. No, and who the fuck knows what the policia does or the police... Belize, I don't know what what they're called there, but who the hell knows what they do over there? You call them, they might come over. Do you think our cops are bad? Hey, you go to Russia, Croatia, somewhere like that? Ooh, buddy. That's an ass-kicking of a lifetime right there. And on that note, we should take a break. Think about your Croatian police ass-kicking. Now... It's time to talk about even more Tesla and the myths surrounding one Mr. Tesla. Well, yeah. Is it mythical? You think some of this stuff is mythical? How about that, uh, how about his flying machine? I guess that was a bit later on, but he did patent a flying machine. Yeah, he did. I got, so I got a, uh, like a, a list of event inventions here. Yeah, yeah, let's get into them. So... I don't have years for this stuff. I, cu- I couldn't find years, but he invented one of the first remote controls. Oh, the boat thing. Huh? It was a little boat. The tele-automaton? I think so. I think that's what it was called, but is is it a boat, the one that you're talking about? No, I thought it was like a TV remote control. Oh. I mean, they didn't have TVs back then, but it might have been a boat. He might have been controlling a little boat. Little propellers and... Uh... The fins on it. Yeah, maybe. Because when he, at least one of the remote control things that he demonstrated was a a floating, a boat, a little boat, just kind of like a remote control boat. Nothing that anybody can get in. Right. But he told the audience that he had little people inside the boat moving it around. <laughs> yeah, I do remember hearing this story. <laughs> so when he flipped the switch, it... Uh, the people were just moving the boat. And he's like, I'm kidding. It's all electrical. He had somebody off stage, right? Like, fucking around, like, tricking him, and then he brought the guy out, right? I don't know. I don't know that part. I feel like that was it, but maybe not. Uh, he also invented something that he called shadow graphs. Ooh. What's that? Which were, based, they were x-rays. And he was also one of the first ones that speculated that these could be harmful to humans. So he invented it, and he was like, hold up, this might not be good. (laughs) This might not be a good thing. Don't try this at home, kids. Now, the next one, he also said, nah, fuck this. It was called the death beam, as he called it. Ooh. It was essentially the the death ray that people call. Everybody else called it the death ray. Yeah, uh, it was never created because he thought it would be too easy for nations to destroy each other. He said it could destroy anything approaching within 200 miles. That's freaking wild. What, didn't that didn't that lead to, like, a force field wall, essentially? I mean, that's the easiest way to think about it. He To set up some sort of electrical shield, a shield made of electricity. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I'll put it that way. I don't know if this was meant to go on aircraft. Wait, when was this? Uh, I don't know if there were so many aircrafts at this point, was there? It could have been. I, like I said, I don't have years, and he died in what? What Do did we ever say when he died? I don't think so. 1943. Yeah, so that was at the almost the end of World War II. But, I mean, by that point, he had already been sitting in his apartment for years and years without money. Yeah, so, I mean... It, it could have gone on aircraft. Possibly. There was some. Uh, now, here's the fun one. Tesla's oscillator. Oh, okay. Or as people call it, his earthquake machine. What? Okay, I don't know nothing about this. What? 
This one, I nope. Didn't find oh, this. this is one of the most popular ones, dude. Nope. I got the Warden Clef. I got the Tesla Scope. Found out about the Death Ray. The Flying Machine. Flying Machine's cool. But this, I don't even know what his goal was. But when he plugged it in, this fucking thing started shaking the whole damn building. What? And it nearly knocked it to the fucking ground. Holy crap. Like, he tuned in to the vibrations around him with this machine and just everything started shaking. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> then he was like, nah, fuck this. He dismantled it with a hammer. <laughs> like he, He's just like, hey, fuck you, bastard. No. This is not what I wanted. And then he, he went to all his employees and was like, hey, what you think? happened didn't just pretend it didn't happen okay <laughs> if anyone asks this machine didn't do what everyone thinks just happened here okay no yeah sure mr tesla yeah that's kind of crazy that he was he was at that point i can't believe it just boggles my mind that he got to a point where nobody people were like mm. I don't know, Tesla, your stuff is just a little too crazy. I don't want anything to do with your stuff. But the the stuff that they could have used, they they just kind of dismissed. Like that earthquake thing, It was that sound waves? Was it electricity? That could have been used for stuff. Well. For offense or defense, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was. I guess it could be either, right? Sound waves make sense. But a wall doesn't really make sound. I would think electricity could generate the vibrations to make everything sort of vibrate at the same frequency and just fucking shake it all to rubble. It's freaking wild that he he must have just been the worst businessman ever. He he just kept asking for more money. When he when he come up with his Wardenclyffe Tower, the magnifying transmitter or whatever. That was for uh radio, right? Yeah, it was, well, he wanted to... A wireless... Wireless transmissions. Right. Because he thought he if he got a ground into the earth, sent electricity into the earth, then somehow it would reverberate back, and then he could send electricity everywhere. And he thought he could send it for miles and miles and miles, and as far as other planets. He, no, I got a theory a little bit later. He thought he actually picked up signals from Mars. Him and Marconi both thought independently that they had picked up signals off-world. Marconi did as well? Yeah, he was the guy who... Well, I think he is the one that is... uh, They say that he's the one that invented radio, pretty much as we know it. Well, you know, he was funded by Edison. Of course he was. Just because he was not Tesla. Well, Tesla's investors, they were on board. They're like, yeah, this thing is pretty dope, this Warden Cliff. Uh, but then they started to doubt him as soon as, well, what was it, Guglielmo Marconi yeah. came into the picture? Well, see, what happened was, the way I understand it is, Tesla got word that Marconi was working on almost the exact same thing. And Tesla's like, hey, if you guys give me more money, I can make mine bigger and better. And they're like, no, it was J.P. Morgan. He has J.P. Morgan for yeah. more money. Pierpont? It was 1901. J. Pierpont Morgan. Yeah. He asked J.P. Morgan for more money, and he's like, Tesla, I'm not going to give you more money. Just do it with the money I already gave you. No, no, I need more money to make it bigger and better than his over there. Yeah, you gave me money. I made it this big. How am I going to double this size without more money? How how does that work? (laughs) You know, I need more money, you bitch. So I don't... Fuck you, J.P. Morgan. (laughs) From then till now. Forever. <laughs> you did not steal from me. You stole me from mankind. It's one of the best lines Ooh. of ERB. Yeah. Ever grab battles? Yeah. But I, there's something missing in in all of this. I, I feel like there's really some sort of underlying story that I don't think is ever going to be told, unless I've just missed it. They didn't want to give Tesla the funding. Is it because Tesla was a, a shitty businessman? His inventions worked. And we're still talking about his inventions and to this day. They didn't want to give it to him because he was a Serbian. They didn't want to fund this stuff or they knew something else. Marconi, that's Italian. Yeah. 
And these days, people hated Italians. They hated the Irish. If you weren't from fucking England, they hated you. Yeah. So I don't think it had anything to do with where he was from. I saw that Marconi was funded by Edison because he had his own and better idea of how radio transmission would work. Although I didn't see any specs or not that I would even fucking understand what the specs are. But I saw that Marconi's idea was, it was a better idea. Although I did also see that Tesla's idea is still used to this day. Which one? The radio? In radio transmission. So I don't know if it's a mashup of Tesla and Marconi, but Marconi gets credit for it. Well, I think there's a lot of mashup stuff because... Well, ACDC. ACDC. Not the band. Maybe. But I mean, it's that in itself is a mashup. Right, exactly. AC travels further with the same amount of power. You just need a transformer to dial it back a little bit so you don't kill somebody in their house. But then DC stuff is uh, battery-operated stuff. It's just one, it's direct current. Yeah. So everything is a mashup of everything. It's a lot of stuff that Tesla come up with, and then it's a hybrid of everything else everybody else came up with. Maybe Tesla just right. couldn't freaking focus. I'm going to go work on this thing for a while. Well, that's working pretty good. Hey, can I have more money to fix this up some more? No, Tesla, you can't. Okay, well, I'm going to go do this thing over here. Well, that's working pretty good. Now I need more money. No, Tesla. Can you focus? That's a good thought. You know how they say, you know, geniuses, like, if you have sloppy handwriting, that's why, like, smart people have sloppy handwriting. That's why they say doctors' handwriting suck. They're smart. Their brain's like... You know, I'm not going to think about writing this neatly. Yeah, I don't have time for that. I'll just scrib- scribble it down because my brain's already doing is doing so much shit. Yeah. So maybe Tesla was just so smart he couldn't keep up with what his brain was doing. He knew how everything worked and he knew how to make it more efficient. But then he just kept b- bouncing around between things. If he just focused on the remote control, he could remote control everything. Yeah, it- I mean, he had ADHD before it was a thing. It sounds like it. Or maybe he was a bit on the autistic spectrum. I don't know, though, because he was he was smart in everything. He just could not hone it in. Well, so was Rain Man. Was that autism? I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that's a movie. That's not a, a real thing, but... But Tesla was emotional, too. Wasn't Rayman? Didn't he get upset when a bunch of shit fell on the floor or something? He cried? Or he could, he cried because he couldn't get his underwear from Kmart or some shit? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying autism turns off emotions. I'm not saying that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you were saying that. I, I'll never claim to know how autism works, but it just seems like, you know, can't tie your shoe, but you can do calculus in your head kind of thing. This is going to sound crazy. It's almost like they're more evolved than we are, in a sense. Why the fuck do you need to know how to tie a shoe? Is that more important than solving the global energy crisis? Nope, not at all. No, it's not. We don't need shoelaces. Slip on your Crocs. Get that fucking calculus done. Let's figure this the fuck out. (laughs) It's like they're more advanced than we are. I'm dead serious. I even think... I'm about to get hammered here. I even think women are more involved than men, more evolved than men. Uh-oh. Uh, how are you, who, who's going to hammer you for that? The men? Men who listen to this. I really, I, I do believe it. I believe, I, honestly, like, you're ready to fight at the drop of a fucking hat, right? The men? That's, that, yeah, me, you, whatever. That's primal, dude. <laughs> right. But women, they're more caring. They're more nurturing. They, you know, also they're tough as fuck, dude. They push a baby out of their vagina, and then in a couple years, they're ready to do it again. I couldn't do it, <laughs> right? Women, <laughs> I'm telling you, they're more evolved. It's like monkeys, men, women, autistic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just a thought. So how, how, Where were we before I spun us off there? I don't know. Let's uh, let's just keep going on a different. We'll just move on to something else. The uh, 
Teslascope. Okay. That when I when I looked that up, I thought it was pretty funny that Teslascope.com is for it's like a social network for people that own Teslas. Tesla cars, that is. Really? Yeah, there was a bunch of links before I got to what I wanted, and that was about what Tesla called the Teslascope for communicating interplanetary. So that that leads me to believe... That's why Elon launched the car. I got a little conspiracy crazy when I was like, hold on, there are they really trying to bury the idea... Of interplanetary communication. No, that's not why he bar- that's not why he launched the car. But we don't know about the Tesla scope because they're trying to hide it. Just same like same thing uh, with Disney and Frozen. I was just gonna say that. Yes. Yeah. Same fucking thing, dude. <laughs> Unreal. You might be onto something there. I don't know if you came up with it, but whoever I mean, whatever. Yeah. That might be a thing. You might be right. They're trying to hide the Tesla scope for the interplanetary communications and was that the Wardenclyffe thing? Uh, 1896, the possibility of reckoning Martians was the extreme application of my principle of propagation of electric waves. The same principle may be employed with good effects for the transmission of news to all parts of the Earth. Every city on the globe could be on an immense circuit. Thus, a message sent from New York would be in England, Africa, and Australia in an instant. What a grand thing it would be. Nikola Tesla. Do you think maybe he was just... Honestly, maybe he was just picking up some weird language from Africa, and he was like, fucking aliens, Martians. But who was transmitting it? No one else had... Well, maybe they weren't. Maybe it, was, maybe it was just a super advanced hearing. Maybe it could pick up vibrations, and he heard it, thinking he was communicating with Martians, and he was just talking to fucking... <laughs> Ethiopians. Yeah. So it was a stupidly extra mega hearing aid, possibly. Yeah, could you imagine sticking that fucking thing in your ear? Oh, You're not going anywhere. You're stuck there forever. <laughs> You're not carrying that. Huh? That's where I live now, huh? <laughs> a fucking butterfly <laughs> flies by. Quiet! <laughs> yeah, but you... You're flapping too loud. You're in San Diego. Meanwhile, the butterflies in freaking Mongolia. Stop it! so that was the tesla scope that was my kind of weird conspiracy theory because i'm like why can't i find something about this tesla scope thing he talked about it when he was interviewed for his 75th birthday in time magazine july 20th 1931 i have conceived a means that will make it possible for man to transmit energy in large amounts thousands of horsepower from one planet to another absolutely regardless of distance I think that nothing can be more important than interplanetary communication. It will certainly come someday. And the certitude that there are other human beings in the universe working, suffering, struggling like ourselves will produce a magic effect on mankind, will form the foundation of a universal brotherhood that will last as long as humanity itself. Motherfucker, dude. That makes me want to go into my fucking conspiracy, but <laughs> we got to talk about this flying machine. Talk about the flying machine and then get into conspiracy then I think we could probably close this case on Tesla. Yeah, well, I have, I got just three quick conspiracies I'll, I'll run through. But uh, in 1911, Tesla admitted he was working on an anti-gravity flying machine. And this is what he said about it. Quote, My flying machine will have neither wings nor propellers. You might see it on the ground, and you would never guess that it was a flying machine. Yet it will be able to move at will through the air in any direction with perfect safety at higher speeds than have yet been reached regardless of weather and oblivious of quote-unquote holes in the air or downward currents. It will ascend in such currents if desired. It can remain absolutely stationary in the air even in a wind for great length of time. Its lifting power will not depend upon any such delicate devices as the bird has to employ, but upon positive mechanical action. Yeah. Now, I'll be damned if that doesn't sound like the way these fucking UFOs move today. Oh, yeah. Exactly. The Tic Tac? Mm. Like, all the, like it just zip, zip, just wherever 
What are the chances the fucking Nazis got a hold of Tesla? Yeah. We got Nazi scientists over here. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of them, you know, I, I know they didn't have faxes then, but maybe they fucking sent a little something down to Joseph Mengele down there in uh, Argentina or wherever he was, and he forwarded it to Hitler in Antarctica, and <laughs> they built fucking UFOs. And blast them out of the center of the earth. Let me uh, move on to my conspiracies. So, can you reread the thing you just read? That quote? Yeah. I have conceived a means that will make it possible for man to transmit energy in large amounts, thousands of horsepower from one planet to another, absolutely regardless of distance. I think that nothing can be more important than interplanetary communication. It will certainly come someday, and the certitude that there are other human beings in the universe, working, suffering, struggling, like ourselves, will produce a magic effect on mankind, will form the foundation of a universal brotherhood that will last as long as humanity itself. Okay. Now listen to what I'm about to tell you. All right. There's a letter that the FBI has now unclassified. It was from uh what is it? Interplanetary Ses- Sessions newsletter and it says at the bottom this is underlined. I'm looking at the actual document. This is the legit document. Okay. I don't know what this is talking about, but it, it was placed in operation in 1950. And since that time, the Tesla engineers have been in close touch with spaceships. The space people have visited the Tesla engineers many times and have told us that Tesla was a Venusian brought to this planet as a baby in 1856 and left with Mr. and Mrs. Tesla in a remote mountain province in what is now known as Yugoslavia. What? Yeah, dude. Tesla was a fucking Venusian. And now, and then, so what you just read, saying that he believes there's other humans, there's other whatever in the universe going through the same struggles as us, and that's because he fucking knows it. Wow. <laughs> that, that, mm. He's been in contact with him, dude. And he has, he couldn't say anything, because they would call him even crazier. Yeah, they're like, all right, this, now this motherfucker thinks he's an alien. Hold up. We got- but no, he, right Instead, he's just speculating. There's other people in this universe that are going through this. Maybe one day we'll have open communication with them. You know, I miss my real mom and dad on Venus. <laughs> That's so freaking cool. That um, I got, I got to think about that for a while. I downloaded, it's like 60-some pages. It goes through, I didn't read through all of them. I Some of them, the scan was so bad you couldn't even read them. But you know, I can send, I can put that in a G drive for you if you want to look through it. Sure. That goes hand in hand with this other conspiracy that Tesla believed in aliens, and some say that he was either an alien himself or had contact with them, and that's how he had such advanced knowledge. Damn. So I mean, that goes hand in hand with that. He was in a Doctor Who episode last year, so I mean, there you go. Every time I see him, I want to do an Italian accent. <laughs> he just looks Italian. He really does. And the person who portrayed him in Doctor Who, I'm like, this dude is way too white to be Nikola Tesla. But then I know. He had to be white, though. No. Right. Because they're Croatian, Austrian. They're yeah. Anglo-Saxon, right? Isn't that? if you? Well, I don't know. Break it all the way down. Caucasian. But, I mean, yeah. In pictures you see of him, you know, he's got the, the dark hair parted on the side, combed over, he's got the dark mustache, he just looks like an Italian dude, and I just want to say, like, oh, mamma mia, you know, but that's not him. Have you ever so, seen pictures of old man Tesla? No. Mess me up. White hair, graying in his mustache, like, hold up, that's not, that's not Tesla, but yeah. That's not his real fucking dad, dude. Old man Tesla. Oh, old man Nikola Tesla. Yeah, old man I Nikola Tesla. Tesla's dad. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. <laughs> ah, let me tell you this other quick conspiracy that all right, <laughs> quite honestly makes no fucking sense to me, but okay. Good, we'll end it on that note. Uh, one theory is that when Tesla died, the government took his DNA to clone him, and they also say that is why we have <laughs> Elon Musk. What? Even though Musk was born 28 years after the death of Tesla. I mean, it, it's possible it took him that long. You know, they just had his DNA in a uh, 
you know, a fucking tube in, I, I don't know, in a mountain somewhere. And then they finally figured out cloning and then boom, here comes Elon Musk with some of his capabilities. And that's why he named his car company Tesla. Ooh. Interesting. But, but? I think that's a little bullshitty. They took his DNA. Then 28 years later, after his death, Elon Musk is born. But, oh, in South Africa, maybe the Wardenclyffe was getting info from Africa. I don't I don't know. I'm trying to tie it. It doesn't work. <laughs> I think that one's bullshit. I think Tesla might have been a Venusian. I don't know. Well, so it's okay to think Tesla was a Venusian, but it's not okay to think Musk is a clone of Tesla? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I I think the timing doesn't work out well enough. Why would they take his DNA in hopes that 30 years later they could give a little bit of his shit to some fucking baby? I mean, Elon Musk doesn't look anything like Tesla. No, but that's the point. Can't make him exactly like him. Why? Have you seen these celebrities who look like people from way back in the past? Mm, be too obvious then. Nah. <laughs> no. There's a fucking Nick Cage from World War II. Keanu Reeves. Or whatever it was. Jack Black. Yeah, uh, Jay-Z. <laughs> right. So, if they were going to do it, I don't think they would give a shit, like, you know, just change the fucking answers a little bit so the teacher <laughs> doesn't know we copied. I don't think it would be any... They would just make them... Like, oh, what? You kind of look like Nikola Tesla. I know. I hear that all the time. I know. <laughs> yeah, mu the mustache. And hey, you know what would be cool if we made a car and named it after the person that people say I look like? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I guess uh, pretty much it, right? Yeah, I don't have anything else, man. Nope. Me neither. So, what do you think? Is Tesla a Venusian? Or is Musk a clone of tesla you can tell us on if you go to apple Podcasts, look for bring on the weird give us five stars don't review the show just answer that question is we already know we're great <laughs> is tesla a venusian or is musk a clone or both you gotta say it venusian 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 it's not a venetian i don't not know the, not the blinds venetian venetian, venetian blinds <laughs> Uh, you could also, if you don't have, if you don't do the Apple stuff, you can go to podchaser.com slash bring on the weird and do the same thing. Give us five stars and answer that question. Very simple. Yeah. And if, uh, you know, somebody shared this episode with you or just told you, Hey, listen to bring on the weird and you, I don't know, whatever you can find us anywhere. So if you're listening to us on Spotify and you don't really like Spotify, go to Pandora. We're everywhere, all over the place. You can yeah. find us anywhere. Yeah, just search whatever you want and then bring on the weird. Pandora. Mm, tune in. Well, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, all the Even things. MySpace. Even MySpace. We don't do anything on MySpace, but even there. <laughs> we are, actually. And we uh, have merch on TeePublic. Yeah. That new dope-ass design you got, dude. Brand spanking new. Just threw it Ooh. up today. Well, today, our time. Today, our time. Not today, their time. Last You're listening week, to their time. Week and a half ago, their time? No. What? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. It's All already right. the 22nd for somebody else. Crazy, isn't it? See? Did Tesla invent wow. time travel? I think he did. It wouldn't surprise me. And we don't know it. All right. Stay weird, world. And we'll see you guys next time.